Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be taking a look at everything that's coming to Disney Plus in December, and we'll be sharing our thoughts along the way. We'll also be talking about a couple of new um, sort of stuff that we've watched, including Encanto and also um, Hitmonkey. Plus, we're going to be sharing our thoughts on Disney Plus just now with the second year of it running. What are, what do we think? Kind of giving it a bit of review, and we're kind of going to have two completely different takes. We're going to have my British take and um, James's American um, take. So they're going to be a little bit different in terms of what Disney Plus has changed in the last two years. So a quick bit of housekeeping before we go any further. If you haven't already done so, make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. You can like, favorite, and subscribe to our newsletter. You can, um, just to make sure you keep up with all the latest, you can follow us on social media like Twitter and Facebook. You can also subscribe here to the YouTube channel, and you can also subscribe on the audio platforms like Spotify, Apple Music, etc. to keep up with the latest. And you can also become a patron from as little as $2 a month, and you can also become a YouTube channel member. That helps support the channel, helps keep all of this running, keep all the lights on and everything. So a big thank you to Sarah at the executive producer level. Thank you for your support. really means a lot. Also, a big thank you to Andrew, Elliot, Jacob, Caleb, Red Mars, Matt, Erogy, Andrew, Cody, Darren, uh, Giuseppe, we've also got Lauren, and then over on the YouTube, um, big hello and thank you to Dave, um, Diona, BBC, C- CBBC, Reborn, Adam, Mahoud, we've also got Ben, Raphael, Robert, J. Blue, My VCR Still Works, Bina, Joshua, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. Again, a huge thank you for all of your support. And again, there'll be a live Q&A tomorrow. Okay, so so let's jump into it, really. So we've got quite a bit to go on. Um, Just a couple of things to look out for. Um, In the next week, obviously, we've got Thanksgiving coming up. So we're going to have reviews going up for Hawkeye in the middle of the week. We'll also be a review of the new Beatles, uh, Get Back. And there'll also be some interviews I did with the um, directors of Encanto. That'll be coming up um, during the week sometime. So let's jump into it. So um, it's been a bit of a, a bit of a, as a, as expected, a little bit quiet following the D twenty. Oh, sorry, not the D twenty three. That's going on right now. And um, we've been a little bit quiet after Disney Plus Day. Um, so quiet in the fact that it almost like on Wednesday we got like two things added to Disney Plus in the United States. It was a very quiet week. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit of an issue. There wasn't a huge amount of news, but we did get um, what's going to be coming up in December. Um, right now, literally as we're recording, the D23 event is taking place down in Orlando called Destination D23. Um, just before it was announced that they're going to get to see um, the two episodes of Hawkeye later today when um, when the kind of the show finishes. And there's going to be a digital, sorry, Disney Plus download event taking place at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can watch it on YouTube on the D23 they're going to be going through um, some stuff um, Disney Plus Day, but there's also going to be some surprises. I'm not expecting any major announcements. I mean, it would be nice if they were going to do a park-related show. It would make more sense to announce it there. But kind of set your expectations. I'm kind of expecting like a rehash and just come. But there could be there could be some fun stuff. I'll be watching live and keeping track of what's going on. Um, but just a little bit of a heads up that there might be something that gets revealed. Sorry, did you say which day that plan you said 9 a.m but i didn't catch it yeah 9 a.m to 9 a.m on the sunday is the um the disney plus download show this show has already started literally as when we're recording this um 9 a.m um eastern standard time on the saturday it's a two-day event lots of panels but there's just a one disney plus show um showcase at 9 a.m eastern on the sunday just to keep aware of and it's all on live on youtube so you can watch it there um ironically but 
it, we just we don't know what's going to be. The, the lack of any kind of promotion over this makes me kind of feel maybe not. And doing it on a Sunday morning is not the best time to grab any news headlines because most of the major outlets will be closed for the weekend. So, um, yeah, it's a little bit of a strange one to do. But nevertheless, let's jump into it. So Disney announced um, what's going to be coming to um, Disney Plus here in um, – we're in the United States and in the UK in December. And we're going to go to row, run through the list. We'll be sharing our thoughts along the way. So at first, we're going to mention Hawkeye. We're going to be getting um, at least four episodes every Wednesday through um, to just before Christmas. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, the, that's obviously the main series dropping right through December. Um, really looking forward to this one. Really looking forward to this one. Yeah, I, uh, I, it's like there's yeah. nothing to add on to that. Uh, no, the, the big re big release until the end of the month, anyway. Yes, we've also got two episodes of the Disney Insider. They're going to be dropping. Um, they're just randomly dropping in there at certain points, and then we're going to be getting on the third of December, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, the brand new um, animated movie. Never, I've got no real history with this franchise. So I'm kind of going in blind, but it's not necessarily for me. But this is kind of the big movie, really, for the month. Um, which, compared to last year, is a little bit disappointing. We had, like, three big movies drop every single week right through. There's been not... I mean, I don't really count Home Sweet Home Alone as the Christmas movie. Kind of feels a little bit lighter this year. A little bit lighter on the movie front. Yeah, actually, the whole and, year's been a bit quiet. Yeah, and it's probably because they're holding back a number of movies uh, for... For theaters yeah. to properly open up, I mean, we've had we've had launches, um, and I, I know we'll talk about Encanto in a bit too. Mm -hmm. But that's opening up in theaters here. Uh, yeah. So if it's opening in theaters, it's not going to be on Disney Plus for Thanksgiving weekend. Um, so yeah, uh, the movies are tra transitioning back to the theater. But uh, if you if you did love Home Alone. We've got more of those coming up later on this list. <laughs> yeah, we're also going to be getting The Rescue, which is a brand new National Geographic documentary all about how they rescued um, 12 kids and a coach that were trapped in a cave in Thailand. So I'm actually looking forward to that one. Um, it actually was released in cinemas um, last month. We're going to be doing this with the National Geographic movies. They kind of release them on very short windows, um, like limited cinemas, and then bring them over to Disney Plus as like the exclusive home for it, which I think is great. Um, I think that's a good way of kind of keeping the quality of them up a little bit and getting them onto Disney Plus much quicker. So that's actually that I'll probably say the rescues probably in my top five things I want to watch next month. I, I um, agree, and the the trailer that they released earlier this week was really good too. Uh, this release plan is pretty typical for for documentaries. They don't do all that well well at a uh, at wide releases, so they'll do a small amount to make them eligible for award shows, yeah. and then. And then, uh, well, formerly it was just put them onto the National Geographic channel or release them on DVD and, and yeah. send them out to schools and things like that. But now you can get them on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, because we've had Fauci last month. Um, we got the the, uh, the rescue. I'm also in the UK. It looks like we're getting First Wave, um, which is going to be coming up um, in December as well, which is all about the first wave of COVID um, as they recorded it. So that one could be very interested. Um, we're getting Christmas Again, which is a brand new uh, Disney Channel original movie that'll be dropping in the US on the same day on the 3rd. Um, it looks like it's dropping in um, internationally a little bit a week later on the 10th. But it, nice to have a Christmas movie and nice to see Disney Channel content arriving a bit quicker. 
So that's good. We're getting some movies um, from the library, including Million Dollar Arm and Edward Scissorhands, plus Ice Age, Ice Age Continental Drift. So a nice couple of um, movies there. Some of them kind of doing the yo-yo on and off US Disney+. Plus. Mr. Popper's Penguins is another one that's coming up. Um, and then also um, we're getting this brand new Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse special, uh, Wish Upon a Christmas. So this one was announced earlier this year, um, and it's literally arriving on Disney+, Plus like the day after. It airs on on the Disney Channel, so that's pretty cool. You know, I like to see them doing that with all the Christmas stuff. I just wish they could do it all year round. Yeah. And then we're maybe getting that's, maybe that's their 2022 resolution: yeah. get stuff on on faster from the Disney Channel. Just makes makes total sense. Disney Holiday Magic Quest is also returning for a second year, and they're going to be running around Walt Disney World. So that will be arriving again. I think it's the same day as Disney Channel, which is cool. Um, don't yet know about the international release on that one. Moving on from there, on Wednesday the 8th of December, we're getting all episodes of Welcome to Earth, which is where Will Smith travels around the uh, the planet doing crazy things. Really looking forward to this one. This is definitely, again, a highlight for me of something I'm really looking for. I, I mean, I love Will Smith, so and I love traveling. So put the two together. I, I really can't. I'm looking forward to that one. That was definitely going to be a highlight for me. Um, of of the nature documentaries that that they you know highlighted during day, Disney Plus Day. I think that one's the second highest one out of yeah. out of the three. But I'm still looking forward to it. It mm. as long as it's got some some beautiful scenery and and Will Smith doing some crazy things, which we know he will. I'm good. We're on. Yes, that. can't go wrong with Will Smith there. Once again, new episodes of The Chicken Squad, Gabby Duran and the Unsuitables, and the Muppet Babies. Plus, Life Below Zero, Northern Territories. Now, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say this with Life Below Zero. Just be aware, this show seems to be something that just randomly misses its dates constantly. It constantly, they announce it, and then it doesn't get come on. And then they put it on, and then they put it on. So just keep keeping aware of it. We're also getting new episodes of Wicked Tuna, Out of Banks, and Spidey and His Amazing Friends. I'm going to say, Spidey and His Amazing Friends my nephews are absolutely in love with this show. Um, they are just going bonkers over Spider-Man right now because of that show, which is great because now they're playing with all the Spider-Man toys I brought them years ago. <laughs> um, and also, like, Christmas coming up. What do you want? Spider-Man stuff. Cool. I, I know exactly where to buy that. Um, we also got on Friday, the 10th of December, we're getting Tron Legacy is returning. Um, great. I actually don't mind that movie. Um, it's, it's just a shame it, it, it got removed and added back. Um, Wednesday the 15th of December we're getting 11 episodes of a brand new series called Foodtastic where they make life size um, structures out of food don't worry they give all the food away and stuff afterwards but um, and dispose of it properly but also getting new episodes of Disney Magic Bake Off hopefully that didn't turn out this week when they announced that that was supposed to happen um, more episodes of Gigantosaurus more Life Below Zero and some Science is Stupid very much a trend of you get Disney Channel shows and National Geographic shows. That's pretty much what you get. Yeah, and and thankfully Hawkeye is still mixed in there. We're not mentioning yes. it because you know, yeah, it's the continuous yeah. theme, but because um, I'm I'm looking at the list and going, yeah, it, it's great that they're getting these catalog items in, keeping the Disney Channel shows going. But like, wow, there's 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 not an incredible yeah. amount. I'm looking forward to this not, right now. not a lot there. Um, then you're getting, and I know this one's going to be a very popular, the Arendelle Castle Yule Log Cup paper edition so this is going to be um like a stylized cut out paper flames hope 
I actually did use this last year when they put um, the Arendelle Yule Log. I put them on when we had all the family over for Christmas. Hopefully, this one looks nice. If it looks stupid, I'll just use last year's. <laughs> It'll just be like, um, so it make, makes sense. Then we're getting two new Home Alone movies. Or say new, we're getting Home Alone 4 and Holiday Heist. Probably most people um, were probably not even aware they got made. That's how bad they are. <laughs> It's just like, um, I actually didn't realize they were made until last year. Um, I think they were being added to like Disney Plus in Canada. Like, what? What are these two? I've never heard of these. Um, yeah, I mean, they just look awful. And <laughs> the, thing that strikes, the thing that strikes me about them is that all the posters for all the Home Alone movies, whether or not they had um, uh, Macaulay Culkin in them yeah. or not, is he's doing the, 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 the that. Like, <laughs> we get it. That That's what you think was like the iconic moment of they the movie. They didn't do it for the new one though. They didn't do it for the new well, one, no. which is probably a good thing. I mean that, that's that's the best praise I can give for the new one, maybe. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. uh, if it's, it, it's okay. I, I, it's it's doable. Um no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well it's it's yeah, okay. On Wednesday the twenty second we're getting the finale of Hawkeye and Minnie's Bow Botoons Puppy Pal Palace some words and put them together. <laughs> um, then on Friday, the 24th of December, with a big one on Christmas Eve, Encanto. Um, a fantastic movie. Um, I was lucky enough, Disney invited me out to a special screening event um, up in London this week. So I got to see it, and I'm going to be honest, I went to this West End Odeon in the middle of London. Um, I've never been to, I've never been to such a, a fancy cinema in my life. I sat. I sort of went in and went. What all these? Where's the normal seats? Because I'd like, and then I go. Well, I, I can sit anywhere. I don't have to sit in the. You know, your first reaction of walking into a cinema is where's the cheap seats? You know, I'm not in. I haven't paid for the nice seats. I'm like, oh, these all look really nice. And I sit down. It's like a leather chair, and suddenly I move, and suddenly the leg, the leg goes up like a recliner. <laughs> and I little, and I'm like, I'm sat there. And I've got, I'm in a full like leather recliner with a couch thing with a table. I'm like. I, this is better than at home. <laughs> this is like slap bag of the middle. So I watched the movie, absolutely loved it. Um, full of the music is amazing. Um, I really enjoyed the story. There's not really like a villain in it. It's you know you expect them to go down maybe like the superhero route, but they don't do that. Even though they've all got like magic powers. Um, like I said, the, I was like you know tapping along, which I don't tend to do too much. Um, I really just enjoyed the, the whole the vibe of them of the movie it's pretty short it's only about like 90 minutes um again this one's going to be such a hit i think um with it coming out in cinemas on wednesday for thanksgiving it's got like 30 days in the cinema then dropping on christmas eve this really is going to be getting um a lot of attention right across the whole holiday season um the director told me as well in, in the interview that they are just really look they are actually really excited about that about kind of, you know, just more people watching the movie and just really owning this holiday season. Um, it's, it's, it is a really good one. The characters are good. You know, they've all got different abilities and stuff, but she's just really likable as a main character. And yeah, this one, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to everyone seeing this one over the next month. I've read cinemas or on Disney Plus um, for Christmas, but that is a massive release. I can't stress this enough. This is probably probably um, I'd say one of the biggest releases of and to get it onto Disney Plus within a month after cinema release is a, a impressive thing for them to do and I can't stress how how good this movie is and I know everyone's going to enjoy it over the holiday. 
I have my tickets to see it on Tuesday. Uh, the official release date is Wednesday, yeah. but um, I guess they're, they're still following the standard procedure of yeah. the big movies get uh, a midnight release starting at mm -hmm. 5 p.m. the day before. So. I've been listening to the soundtrack since I since I left. I've been humming along. I haven't ever stopped singing it. Um, yeah, so that's that's good. I always feel that's a good thing when you have a, when you have music from a movie and you're singing it and you know that you know like it's kind of got that ear ear earworm or something in your head where you know certain songs have like stuck in your head. Um, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Important, but there's also a short that went alongside it. Um, and far from the tree, which is about a little raccoon or two raccoons are on the beach. That the mum is looking after the one, and she keeps trying to run off. And the mum's getting really angry with her and keeps putting her back until eventually something really bad happens, which was like noticed by the scar on the mum. And then we skip forward a little bit, and then she's teaching her daughter, but not making the same mistakes her mum made. Very lovely, beautiful art style, kind of. Um, like traditional Disney style, They're like like Bambi, that 2D animation, which just looks amazing. And um, that's going to be with Encanto in the cinemas. Um, it's not on the US list, but it was showing on the UK list. And I imagine it's going to be on the same day it would drop. Um, that is, an, again, a really lovely short. Um, I, I thought it was lovely. I, um, you guys will get to see it next week when it comes to Encanto in the cinemas. But I, And she actually started on the Disney, on the Disney Plus um, short circuit. So this is, again, someone that's did that, and then they've moved on to the, um, a proper short, and then hopefully they get to then move on to do their own um, movies later on. But, yeah, can't stress that one. So is isn't on the official list yet, but I suspect it, it will be at some point. Yeah, and it's not the first time we've had someone make that jump. Uh, thinking specifically of the upcoming Pixar movie, Turning yeah. Red. Now, that wasn't a spark. That was from an actual mini that, that went in front of a movie. But seeing them make the jump from a little yeah. short to big full movie uh, you love seeing it honestly yeah i'm um, also getting king tut and color and lost tombs of the pyramids it's one to put on on christmas eve i suppose i want to put the kids to sleep <laughs> so no, I, I do actually have a love of egyptian documentaries um my auntie and uncle actually used to have a business in cairo and i have been out to cairo and seen the pyramids and so i grew up um with a lot of egyptian artwork and history um in my family so and we you know they had business and so it, i always have that kind of thing i generally have a little bit more of an interest in egyptian stuff so for me i'm like okay i might actually check them out um and go and i went down a little tunnel into the pyramid underneath and went, so um so i'm i'm i'll be honest I'm like actually yeah that's that's that sounds a little bit interesting i've, um, I've never i've never been to egypt never seen the pyramids in person but i i loved the egyptian mythology when I was a kid, you know, back in in school, learning about stuff. The, like that. the mummy is not a, is not. A <laughs> uh, it's still a great documentary, though. I mean, yeah, it, it is good. fantastic. It is great. Uh, seriously, like I did, I did uh, really enjoy reading about those things, and then um, you know the learning the language, finding mm. the language from the. Uh, oh, I'm totally blanking on the name right now. The. Um, oh yeah, completely. I don't know what you mean. Um, oh, yes. Sorry. I'm looking forward to these as well. Yeah, they're just always good, nice stuff. And this is where National Geographic really does add a little bit of flavor um, for um, adult viewers. Wednesday, the 29th of December, getting the very first episode of Star Wars, The Book of Boba Fett. Um, so that was that. It is good. It just sneaks in in 2021. It just got in there. Um, I have actually decided that when we do our third annual 
uh, annual um, awards. We're not. I'm not including that one because I don't feel like it's. Um, like, like, no, it's, it's a 2022 release. <laughs> it's like yeah. when nearly uh, when you know like 90 percent of it is is being released in 2022. Um, it's like yeah, it's not really um, going to be one. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with that. We'll we'll talk about that uh, when we get to it. But obviously that that doesn't make sense as opposed to say like the Mandalorian um, last year, which had everything except a single episode, which yeah crept into 2020 like okay that we can yeah. we can include that. that that's close enough to done uh we're also getting a new episode of, some new episodes of tots and then on the 31st of december it's saying that we're getting the 80s top 10 series so this was announced earlier this year with rob blow um don't know quite when that one's going to be dropping in um on national geographic but um 1980s top 10 i'm a kid of the 80s so sounds good to me um what jumped out from you from that from that one um, I think I already talked about the ones that, that jumped out. Uh, <laughs> the, the Egyptian documentaries, definitely looking forward to those. The the rescue or um, yeah the, yeah, the, the rescue one. yeah yeah the rescue, and then obviously Hawkeye and and both both that are the the big ones. I will see Encanto in theater next week, so that's not a a huge for me Disney Plus drop, but I think uh, having it just one month after the release will be big for a lot of people, and I think. There'll be plenty of people like uh, it's not worth the Thanksgiving crowd to go and see it. Yeah. Uh, the this coming week, I'll just wait for it to come on to D- Disney Plus. So I think that will be a big one. Um, and if I love the movie as much as you did, I'll probably sit down and watch it again as soon as it comes on to Disney. Yeah, I I'd expect I'll probably be putting it on in the background while I'm building some Lego or something like that. Um, and have a bit of a, some downtime over that week um right now let's um we're gonna shift gears um um to what's coming in the united kingdom so i'm just gonna pull out some of the things i'm not gonna be going through all of it because there's a lot um december the first a big one for me is gonna be the last jewel we'll be getting that one um so that's a nice big um release that is a movie i've been wanting to watch um so that's definitely gonna be a, a cool one i i'm just curious that's the one with like matt damon and yeah and, and i'm just kind of like why is matt damon and ben affleck in a french dual movie i'm i'm kind of interested to see how that'll that pan out on that alone yeah um, but it, it's really it's a really scott movie right yeah really scott you've also got um was it uh jody kuma um i mean she is just in everything right now and she's fantastic as an actress she's been in so much great stuff so i'm really that's definitely a movie that i'm i'm going to be planning on watch i missed it at the cinema and uh, this whole 45 day thing does really kind of kind of go Mm, it's actually worked out quite nice on some of these movies where you don't get them, don't have to wait. We get new episodes of Dope Sick, and also going to be getting the brand new series of The Big Leap will be dropping, um, along with a, a lot of other new series, as you'd expect there to be. Um, so I'm just going to pull up here. Um, we're also going to be getting Taste of Nation, so that's a Hulu original that'll be coming over. Um, again, we'll be getting um, the oh, epic of all Christmas movies. Um, we're going to be getting Die Hard. <laughs> Which I'm gonna, I'm so watching this. So this is definitely Christmas movie for me in the in December. Um, it is, it is the best Christmas movie, no question. Yeah. Um, on the official list, it did have Sunday the 5th of December, the first wave, which is like I said, this is a new documentary. I have um asked for clarification whether it is that Sunday, whether they got the release date correct or not, because it's weird having a major release on a Sunday. Um, so we're gonna have to wait and see on that one, but um, I've you know, this whole thing with the pandemic. Um, yeah, just that'll be just interesting to watch, just to see what's going on. Um, again, you know, big, 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 big thing for that one. 
Uh, admittedly, I might wait a couple of years to watch that one. I, I don't necessarily feel like I want to watch it while the pandemic is still a thing, honestly. Yes, we're also getting new episodes of Blackish, and we're getting um, a couple of other new National Geographic documentaries, The Last Ice, which is all about, um, again, just um, Inuit com communities within the Arctic trying to protect their home, which, again, great stuff um, to watch. Um, some freeform movies and stuff will be dropping in there as well. Um, another big movie dropping um, on the 15th of December in the UK, and I suspect it will be going around the world as well, will be Ron's Gone Wrong, which is the new animated movie that came out um, just a few weeks ago in cinemas. Again, that 45-day window really coming in and giving us a lot of content internationally. You can see that difference of, you know, when these are dropping in as well as the Disney movies, that library is starting to build up a little bit. Um, so that there's definitely going to be um, an interesting one. Another major title, which I really hope a lot of people else get, is Malcolm in the Middle. This is one of the first titles announced for 20th Century Fox way back at the Investors Day in 2019. Finally had that one um, coming into the UK. So again, hopefully we'll be getting um, that one dropping in. Um, it's important to have the Breaking Bad prequel in, yeah. the, uh, in the list there. Another movie I'm really looking forward to watch is Jojo Rabbit. That'll be dropping into the UK as well. Um, it's already available in some countries, but just nice to have that kind of content. It, it was a really good movie. I I laughed through much of it. Well, we watched it on the plane last year when we were coming back from um, the Caribbean. So I want to watch it on the big screen. I've seen it on a diddy little thing. So I'm, I'm looking, I will want to watch it again. Um, another big series dropping onto the Disney Plus here in the UK on Wednesday, the 22nd of December, is going to be the Wonder Years. We're getting new episodes of that every week. Um, so that's the new modern version. Um, so again, so there's just so much stuff just dropping in on the UK everywhere. I mean, we we literally now in the UK, we're literally getting like 20 to 30 things um, on a Wednesday. Um, and we're also getting some major titles that have been missing for a while, like Dog in the Blog and Sunny with a Chance of... Um, not sunny, sunny with a was it sunny? I'm think I was getting there, sunny with chance of meatballs, but that's entirely yeah. No, I completely got mixed up on it, that one. There, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, yeah. No, don't worry, it's fine. We'll, right. we'll move on from there. Um, another big movie dropping is Downhill, which um stars Will Farrell. Um, I, I missed that one, so that was again a movie I, I'm actually looking forward to it. Now, i got to say, life and death in the paradise of Crocs and Caribbean. I was trying to find some Im images to put in here. And I found one of the National Geographic websites on some of that somewhere. They actually had a death in paradise um, image of the actors from the BBC sick, um, sick like murder mystery. And I'm going, no, that doesn't match up with the... <laughs> like, Why are they getting a BBC series? Because it's really random. We keep getting these random like movie series dropping onto the UK. Um, and I was like, no, that's definitely not because it's got no crocodiles in it. Um, so there's some weird documentary. Life of Pi, which obviously is, is a big movie. Um, this is where, like I said, we're never getting loads of ESPN content. So if you're into um, your sports, there's lots of them dropping in there. Um, another big um, thing dropping here in the United Kingdom um, is obviously we're getting things like the Salisbury Poisoning. So that's, again, a, a, a UK drama, which you would generally not expect. We're also getting Paddington. Paddington 2 and Paddington 1. Um, these are, you know, these are not Disney-made movies. 
but it's all part of, I think, of trying to build up how much English and British content is available on Disney Plus here. I don't know either to reach a quota or to reach a different part of the audience, but when it was like Paddington 1 and 2, that's a, that's a bit of a strange stretch. You know, they always said they weren't going to license content, but they've been licensing so much stuff um, here now, trying to boost up Disney Plus um, here in the UK and just really revving it up, um, which is great. You know, just more content, the better. True. Um, and for a lot of the, the content they're talking about, I, I would suspect it's for quota reasons. It's just like, yeah. it, we need to hit this this quota for how many uh, English films we have in the, yeah. in the UK. Uh, but Paddington 1 and 2, I, you know, if I was in charge of picking them up and I could get a decent price, I'd be like, mm. grab those two, because those are really, really good movies. They are good. Uh, both of them are. And now I can't wait for the mix-up for the metaverse where we're going to get Paddington and and Pooh Bear in the fight over who has the best breakfast um, filling. You know, do you have toast or honey on your, or do you have marmalade or honey on your toast? I I got to go with Team Marmalade on this, but Team Honey's got a pretty good argument going too. See, see, I rotate. See, one week I buy jam, and then another week I buy honey, and then another week I buy marmalade, and I kind of just rotate around a little bit. So they get, <laughs> and I'm not joking. That's literally. <laughs> I mean that that is fair. Obviously, uh, <laughs> we go through phases uh, in our food. There'll be some weeks where you're just like, "This is the greatest thing ever," and then like the next week, "Oh, I had way too much of that. I need to find something else now." Yeah, you can't be a bit of marmalade. So that's that's good. So like I said, a lot of great stuff dropping here in the UK, um, right through December. And it does again. It just continues to show the vast difference now um, between the UK and the US Disney Pluses. Um, it really is such a such a difference in terms of I mean, first off, just getting those 20th century titles just you know 45 days plus after cinema releases, you're really starting to see where that's coming in and getting the new dividends. When now, because you're really only talking, it was only really what August that like cinema started kicking up again, you know, with the releases we had like Free Guy, we had um the Night House, and then since then they've been releasing movies like constantly. And this is where like Disney Plus is now starting the game with those movies dropping in on top of them, you know, things like Shang-Chi and the Jungle Cruise. And it really starts bulking out those monthly monthly because I think there's could have been a few extra titles that they could have probably dropped in there, like um the French Dispatch, maybe Antlers, and there was also a lot of talk about whether or not we'd get um Eternals for Christmas. But as of yet, they've not mentioned Eternals. Technically, it could become available for Disney Plus at the um, just before Christmas. But they might either be wanting to hold it back a little bit because of Encanto, or they want to have a big splash and also just get those last few weeks money at the box office because they don't tend to like announcing stuff too early while things are at cinemas. They do tend to like to hold off a little bit on them. And that's why the uh, Encanto announcement was, was kind of interesting in that regard too. They actually announced it would be coming right before Christmas, before it even hit theaters, yeah. uh, which which is different from what they've been doing Um Obviously, they've got the numbers, but uh, but I would tend to agree that logically speaking, you don't want to announce when it's coming on Disney Plus if it's still in theaters. Well, also, I mean, they didn't used to normally announce when it was coming to like DVD and digital until at least a month after the cinema release because they was you know trying to judge the waters of you know they don't want they, they generally don't tell you anything because they want you to go to the cinema to watch it. Um, whereas like now, where it's like you could look at like. The Last Jewel and Ron's Gone Wrong. They've been out in cinemas for five weeks. So it makes sense now. They're like, okay, the tail's dropped off. It makes sense to try and boost this back up again. 
um like i said you know you got to look at um for me now in terms of my highlights you know you know we got Hawkeye, you got the book of boba fett Encanto, you've got um last jewel the run's gone wrong welcome to earth and the rescue and maybe also the first wave plus the wonder years uh, plus we're getting dope sick um which i'm really i'm really can't wait to watch a new episode this week <laughs> um so get back on track so yes yeah, so just a lot of i uh, december's great for the uk lineup um but the us lineup again it, it, it's really showing now this this trend of like disney is so stuck in either we've got marvel and star wars and then we've got these two national geographic and disney channel stuff and we've got nothing really to help fill fill up the void in yeah um and remind me i know you just had the list up but what episode of dope sick are you guys on uh we're on we've only just had episode three this week um because we're a little bit because i think america's just had the finale this past week on hulu i believe so yeah i i I watched the first two, and we we talked about those briefly a couple, and I was like, I don't know what the UK release schedule is. Yeah, it's episode time. four is coming up on Wednesday, so that's what okay. we'll, we'll be we'll be back to talking about that next week, um, and talk about them weekly. But yeah, it's you know, I think that pretty much lines us into our next discussion, really. Of you know, looking here at like year, we're going now into year three of Disney Plus since it launched in the US, and you know, over the over those two two years. Things have changed. Things have got better. For some things, necessarily haven't. Um, but in general, how do you feel now? Two years on from like Disney Plus subscribe, how do you feel with this subscription? I just want to address this very like for the most part. Yeah, things have gotten better. We say on the week when literally no content. <laughs> it was. Aw- I mean, I'm not kidding. It was awful. Um, the US list, and then half of it didn't turn up. Like. Like um, a couple of shows didn't even turn up. One turn, um, some Doctor Oakley vet or something turned up unannounced, but a couple of shows didn't. Yeah, the rest of the world was supposed to get Hit Monkey, the first episode of that. Nobody got it. It just randomly didn't turn up, and then social media were being deleted about advertising it. So I don't know when it's coming. A load of people contact me. I was looking forward to it as just as much as you guys. Yeah, didn't arrive internationally. Just play. I don't know if it was dubbing or subtitles or there was some other conflict but yeah so it was a real messy week for releases um yeah and it was it was i mean literally we were laughing about um like you said like you were like well what do we review this week it's like well we've got nothing literally there is there is nothing i mean i did watch that thing they put from d23 yet this morning but it's just there was there was nothing really in terms of disney plus originals no uh you Fortunately, you got the the pre-screen for Encanto, so you're still yeah. talk, able to talk about that. And Hitmonkey did drop over here, so I will talk about the first episode in a little yeah. bit. But other than that, we're like, uh, I think there was a um, a Minnie Mouse thing. Uh, yeah. That was that was about it. Anyway, back to the original question. Yeah. Uh, this week aside, I mean, Disney Plus is obviously in a much better place. Whether yeah. you're talking about new content coming out or uh, content that you may have missed if you're a new subscriber, like. Uh, when it first launched, it was like you got the Mandalorian, uh, a couple of other things that maybe you're interested in. Maybe you want to see Jeff Goldblum being weird and something like that. Uh, but now you've got Mandalorian, you've got Loki, and uh, what if WandaVision, Boba Fett coming up, Hawkeye starting next week. Obviously, there's a lot that people are going to be interested in. And then they've got the movie catalog as well. You can watch Black Widow and Shang-Chi and Jungle Cruise. 
and then even if you don't want new content, the, the back catalog has been slowly building up. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I know that's really backed off, and a lot of people are still like, where's this one classic that I loved watching yeah. growing up? Uh, which, yeah, I sympathize with. Um, chances are, at this point, most of those aren't going to be coming in for a while. But regardless, uh, no matter what kind of content you're looking for, we're obviously in a much, much better place than we were. So yeah, so that's the thing. Like, do you? I mean, do you feel like it's worth worth? Um, <laughs> so he's as he pops off. So um, for me, um, I definitely feel like um, Disney Plus is technically Disney Plus in here in the UK launched only like eighteen months ago. Um, but for I actually I was using it from like when it launched in the Netherlands. So I've just been using it for well over two years, and for me. I feel like I've had such a such an improvement from where it was because for me that star branding just transforms what I would watch. And then since that launched in February, it has just continued to get stronger as there's been a lot of bumps in the road. And there is no by no means there's a lot more bumps that they need to iron out, you know, their release scheduling, you know, what they're doing and around the world releases getting on track with the US for a lot of stuff is still very important. But we are now getting 15, 10 to 15 shows, new episodes dropping every single Wednesday. You know, American Horror Story, American Horror Stories, Family Guy, you know, in in, in Canada, they're getting The Simpsons. In um, Australia, they're getting Grey's Anatomy and Station 19. We're getting FX shows like The Premise and... It's just, you know, we are really just getting, it's, it's, it is becoming, you know, it, and you can watch stuff on there from lots of different platforms, lots of different, and I know I'm watching so much more Disney Plus now than I ever was, because um, I think that nostalgia view of the thing of, oh, I'll just watch that, or I'll just see what that is, or I'll watch that movie, or oh, I've not seen that in a while, whereas now I feel like I can watch new stuff. Um, like this morning, I watched a new episode of Mixed Dish, a new episode of um, um, Family Guy. I watched that um, D23 um, a, a museum thing. Um, there's a load of shows there also that you know I've watched as well. You know, like with Dope Sick and stuff like that. And it and you know having things like Only Murders in the Building and Love Victor and some really great shows that have dropped over this past um, six months or so. Um, Disney Plus is just in a much better place here in the UK and internationally than it was. Um, they still have a lot of things on it. There's still some contracts that they've kind of got to get stuff sorted to get things on there. And I'd love there's I could write a whole list of stuff that they need to improve. But you've also got to look and go, right, what have they improved since that time? And it is just it is night and day compared to how much, you know, sometimes it was like log in, check out the new original, and I might not go back into it for four or five days. Now I'm in there daily. It's just a, it's my go-to app, you know. It's like that and YouTube. I mean, if it wasn't for my wife watching Netflix, I would I'd cancel it because it's just I don't I don't go in there the same. I mean, I'm going to go in there and watch Tiger King this weekend, but um, generally I don't go in there because Disney Disney Plus is providing me with lots of variety, and I also I feel obviously we're doing the website and the podcasts and stuff that I it's I kind of it's my responsibility to to check out new episodes of everything. You know, to at least watch one episode of everything that drops to kind of get a, a feel for it. Um, you know, sometimes I don't like stuff, sometimes I do, but I do try to watch, you know, when they drop new series and stuff to, to kind of get a gist of it. 
sometimes I end up going down a, a rabbit hole of Jen catching up like I did with Walking Dead in like 11 seasons <laughs> um, or like Orville of two seasons of that or Blackish where I've just plowed through like between that Grownish and Mixish where I've ended up watching like 10 seasons of stuff because I found stuff you know and that's and that's for me makes this whole um, app so much more valuable because my I mean they they'll have seen on my from their stats of where it was in like January to where it was in November very different you know and I'm sure there's a lot of households doing the same yeah uh, uh, two things on that first like for a lot of 2020 uh, especially at the beginning I literally didn't turn Disney plus on except on Friday because that was when the new releases yeah. were dropping and I would watch two things because that's what was released and yeah. then be done and the app would literally not be turned on until the next Friday. Even once they started shifting to a Wednesday release, I was still in the Friday. Friday. And, <laughs> and like Winter Soldier would drop and be like, oh, right, that dropped on Wednesday. And well, it's Friday now. We'll watch it now. Um, so there was that. But also uh, the other point you're talking about uh, with all the star content coming onto Disney Plus was absolutely a game changer for the UK and the other uh, territories that it's in. Cannot stress enough how different it is. Because here in the States, we've got Hulu and they're two separate services. In my mind, I'm combining them into one because I, yeah. I'm following your, your release schedule on those. But yeah. for most people, Hulu and Disney Plus are not the same thing. They're, they're not connected. You might be able to get a package with the two of yeah. them as a subscriber option, but you have to go to two different apps. Uh, your Xbox or your PlayStation needs to have yeah. two different apps uh, and so on. So if you're if you're browsing Hulu, you're not going to see The Mandalorian or WandaVision listed in there. Um, and if you're on Disney Plus, you're not going to see uh, Dope Sick or, or yeah. Only Murders in the Building. Uh, and it makes such a huge difference just with the perception of how much content yeah. is on there. Well, I mean, you can see here, you know, I like to bring up, I do this a lot now, just like bringing out Disney Plus so you guys can all see see what's in there. Um, and you can see this mix of content just changes how much you watch. Because when you have all of this at your fingertips, it's just it's just a much more much more variety. Um, I haven't watched Terminator Dark Fate. You know that got dropped here in the UK, so that's on my list of things to watch this week. Um, a movie that I missed. Um, you know, I mean, we're now getting things like Anna, which is a, an Italian drama series about um, what happens when all the kids don't, you know, all the kid the parents die, and you know, getting really weird stuff in here that you just would not normally expect to see in here. And um, I know my wife is watching a lot more Disney Plus since Star got introduced. My parents are watching a lot more stuff on Disney Plus since Star got introduced. Um, and to me, that's definitely um, the barometer was when my parents and my wife started watching stuff, you know, and I, my wife would start going into Disney Plus because she, you know, she was, as far as the originals go, she was getting to like just bored of you know of me making her sit through some TV series, which is just not aimed at us. You know, we're just not the target audience, and so um, you know she was. But now it's like now she's like, right, what 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 we can what can we watch? And I'm thinking, okay, well we got a couple of shows to watch coming out. You know, we got Welcome to Earth, we've got um, the Wonder Years, the Big Leap. You know, and that's what my wife's much more. So we are what you know we tend to watch those things together, but. Again, it just makes a massive difference having this content. I know a lot of people say, "Well, it's like Hulu." It's like it's it's not like Hulu because it's all it's all in one. There is no distinguishing. You know, this doesn't feel any different than yours. It's just got a lot more different content in there. 
And it's important to remember, like part of the reason that Netflix got so popular in the first place back when it, it started the streaming service was uh, this one-stop shop for everything. You know, mm. uh, the convenience of having everything in a single app cannot be understated. And not having to switch between apps, not having to go, okay, uh, I really want to watch the foundation. What is that on? Oh, that's on Apple. Uh, I really want to watch the expanse. Oh, that's on Amazon Prime. Uh, you know, things like that. Uh, one other thing that, that I was reminded of while we're browsing yours here, um, you mentioned mm -hmm. Anna. Uh, we can't understate the foreign content coming in yeah. as well. Um, I know I've, I've mentioned my mom has been binging Korean content over on, on Netflix, not just uh, uh, Squid Games, but just like all of it, and the, yeah. the Korean content. And, it, and having that in these as well, sure, they're not going to make as many headlines, for the most part, Squid Game being the exception, as you know, Shang-Chi or mm. Boba Fett. But having them there for people to find really just increases the, the amount of options you have. Um, especially, okay, you go to here in the States, uh, I work with a number of people from the Indian region, India, Nepal, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Just being able to go, oh yeah, we've, we've got some content from your country on this platform here. Mm. Uh, it makes them happy to have that little taste of home. For me, it's more about the fact of you can get something that comes up that you maybe wouldn't necessarily have checked out before. I think this is still very, very much, in, you know, they're still very slow in how they did it. You know, we had Intertwine for Disney Plus Day last week. Um, they're still very slow on the uptake. You know, like some of the Korean content that got released last week when it got launched, you know, they didn't do it here. You know, it wasn't out. Um, so they have got to watch that. Um, I think they've got to improve on that, definitely. Um, just past week, they did announce that Hotstar in the US is actually closing down at the end of the month. Um, it was supposed to be end of next year, but they pulled it forward. So they've either, they managed to get most people moved over, I think, from, to Hulu and ESPN Plus a lot quicker than they were maybe anticipating. No word yet on when that might happen in the UK and in Canada, where Hotstar still runs independently. Um, when that happens, I suspect a massive influx of new content here. Um, yeah, I mean, there's going to be that thing of like, you know, once it's included into Disney+, Plus, I'll be covering it a little bit more in depth. Um, but yeah, this should really broaden, broaden the horizon and stuff. But they've got to work out a way of incorporating it, making it findable. But also not overwhelming because you, they've kind of got to watch that. Um, with I, as far as I can see with Hulu, they, it's pretty much buried. You know, you really have to go look for it. I, I think is that right? You you really would have to go try and find it. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I definitely feel like you know, looking here, you know, going into year three of Disney Plus, I'm much more optimistic. Um, there are there are problems, and I'm I definitely feel like now I I feel like I'm in that zone of really pushing for the us to get this access to this extra content um i feel like it's become you know it was always that kind of thing of like oh yeah you know people were like going oh well you know some people are like, i don't want it in there it's like this is going to be a game changer and now it feels like america has woken up a little bit you know the the wall street is like starting to get a little bit and shareholders are going like this tiered approach of all these different things and Disney Plus is the the new new kid on the block um, excuse is starting to wear off, you know. And everybody else is doing something differently. But I think you know that whole thing of, you know, like you say, a week like the, you know, you got weeks coming up in December on Disney Plus in the US. You get you know you got one week, a Hawkeye episode and Minnie Mouse. That's it. 
you know that's 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 not really variety <laughs> it is you know there's that's that's not a little choice it's very it is actually you look at that list it's like it's national geographic it's disney channel and marvel and star wars those are your four brands that's basically all you've got pretty much um and i i think people will will be will be directed towards like the parental controls and things like that too. So, so if you're one of those families, like I do not want my kid to, to see a promo image for um, American Horror Story when they're yeah. browsing Disney Plus, they, they want to watch Mickey Mouse. They don't want to see um, these yeah. graphic images. There are parental controls. There are, you can say, I do not want anything, uh, you know, PG-13 or above or mm. PG or above to, to show up on the feed. Um, and I suspect, Around the time, whether they announce it or not, that they're they're going to start merging stuff in, there will probably be a lot of like, here are your parental controls, PSA advisories, uh, which, ironically, they didn't really do all that well when they actually launched the uh, parental controls. Yeah, well, I mean, I definitely think they need to um, kind of show off um, much more of it. I mean, again, this is the difference of when you go into. This actually reminded me, I, I needed to set my nephew's account to being kids because I. <laughs> I went in there the other day with my nephew to, sh to put something on for him. I'm like, oh yeah, definitely, definitely not, not the best thing to do. Um, but yes, yeah, so I definitely feel like you know, as a whole, you know, you want to get in there and do that. Um, so yeah, I think just as a whole, you know, we have really, just really seen a massive change in the UK. Unfortunately, as I said, the US hasn't really got there, but I think the originals are helping, you know, and hopefully things do improve. Um, things do start to change going into 2022. You know, we do start seeing just a just a better app all the way around. And I think it's it's I find it very frustrating from the point of view of going, look, there's such a better version of Disney Plus now, and all these like excuses that were being thrown up uh, in the in the last week or two by some people in the US, and they're going, but your your excuses of of, of why they can't do it, they can't do this, they can't do that, or oh, they shouldn't do this, they shouldn't. Do that. And, you know, the, the, you know the, the, the executives are arguing about, oh, there's too much, you know, we don't want to be like Netflix. You're already doing it. <laughs> You're already doing it around the world. It's like, it's, it's one thing. Had they never done this any, and everyone was in the same position, I'd be like, okay, but you've done it. You've already shown that it's working. You have the data to show that it works on multiple different levels. I just find that. I find that even harder because a lot of the lines of you guys have done this, but you're not looking you because so many executives and stuff don't seem to look outside of what's happening in the US. You've already made this choice, you know, and it's like it's only gonna make, compound it as like, you know, I think as more and more people learn about this difference, but also just along the lines of they can see for themselves. Now, whether or not what they do differently with Hulu and stuff when they sort out the contract, I am hoping that in the next year they can sort that out. Um, this just past week, they actually announced that they were incorporating the Disney bundle into the live Hulu bundle, which I thought was, um, I think, the best way. I mean, if you're spending any 70 bucks a month, throw in the stream, you know, you're going to need that to keep that to keep them invested because that content's going to start dripping away um, for next year. But yeah, for me, Disney Plus is in, in the internationally, it's in a much better place. In the US, it's a couple of steps forward than it where it was at the beginning of the year is not a huge amount more than where, where it was this time last year. It, I mean, it is a much better position with the originals and, and yeah. things like Hawkeye and public, but, but if you're going to go on that as your main selling point, you, then you need this original content, the quality original content 
to be year round. Um, hmm. Yeah, we give it a, a bit of a pass in that regard. We're like, okay, we're between the major releases. Here's some Mighty Ducks hmm. or, uh, you know, um, Diary of President and stuff like that. But obviously, they're not drawing people in the same way that, that uh, Hawkeye, Loki, Mandalorian, and so on. So they're, they're, they're nice secondary releases to go alongside the major releases, but you do have to have the continuous stream of originals if you're not integrating Hulu into Disney Plus at this point. Yeah, my biggest problem with a lot of the with the, the Disney Plus originals is that once you take away Marvel and Star Wars, what's left, the series is just still very they're still very much focused on kids and young uh, like teenagers and or I'd say young teenagers, not even like older teenagers, you know, we're looking like 12, 13 year old. Because Mysterious Bennett Society, Big Shot, you know, Big Shot had a few was probably the better one out of all of them, but there was it still had a little bit of an undertone that was a little bit too young for being a mass market program, and I definitely I, feel like Doogie Camelowell completely missed it. I I think Doogie had a number of problems, that being one of them. But yeah, Big Shot, it, it did a good job of straddling that having mm. stuff for adults, having stuff for kids, but they didn't really meet in the middle. You no. you either had a section that was for adults, and it was normally like. Stamos dealing with, um, you know, dating or, or trying to figure yeah. out how to deal with his daughter. Um, and the kids aren't going to be interested in that. And then you have the kids stuff where the girls are trying to figure out just high school mm -hmm. life. And as adults, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to remember high school life. Thanks. Just stay over there. And also, I mean, I'm going to be honest, the, the, the high school that's shown in American TV series is so far away from the reality anyway. I mean, especially internet, you know, it and it's like I don't recognize any of this. It's just a load of tropes, you know, just a load of cliches that just you know one after another. But the only, the only, again, the only thing that really kind of stood out really was the right stuff, and then they canceled that because it, it like, we got canceled because you guys didn't have anything else like this on the platform, so audiences weren't checking it out. You know, it, it was you chuck this thing on there, go, oh yeah, we got a serious drama series, yeah, but this is the only one on here. It's the only one you've got, so the audience was never there. You know, if they put like. Um, hot, you know, hot, um, the hot zone anthrax, you know, put that on there, the National Geographic one, or put the Wonder Years, or put something else on there this year to kind of rev up the family content. Because I still think with the US, I think that would be the way I would do it right now. You can't deal with Hulu, you know, you still got that. But let's cherry pick some of the best like shows about families and start utilizing that, you know, things like you know, the Wonder Years, Malcolm in the Middle, start. Offering some more mature content like mixed dish or black tea, put that on the ring. Say, look, this is about a family. You know, if you've got a TV, like I was watching Mixed Dish this morning, and you know, she's 13 years old going out for a first date, and then what the parent, like, well, this is about as family friendly as you could possibly be. It's about a 13 year old's first date, you know, but they won't put it on there. It's like, it's just very, but it is a general entertainment show. Yeah, and, and sometimes I wonder how much of it is licensing. Like it, it was, yeah. it, it's licensed to go to Hulu, so they can't put it on Disney Plus yeah. or things like that. And how much of it is them backing off? I mean, obviously we know um, the original season of Love Victor was supposed mm. to be Disney Plus, and then they they got cold feet and, and pushed it over. Mm. But I suspect that's more of the exception rather than the case yeah. for most of them. I, contracts are the annoying part, but I do agree with you. They they need that. Uh, that content that's between Kitty and yeah. uh, and adult. Yeah. Just just put a 
couple more toes in the water. Just start, mm. like, you know, I'm not really funny, but we got the Beatles get back coming up this coming week. And, you know, they're having to put advisory warnings on it because, you know, it consists of smoking and swearing. And it was like, well, you guys, and, you know, Fauci's got swearing. And you're like, you're willing to bend the rules sometimes, but not all the times. And it's like, you know, if you've got a TV 14 rating, use it. Go up to it. You know, I don't expect, you know, I American Horror Story and The Strain, yeah, don't maybe go straight to that. You know, I can understand that in the US is a much bigger problem with branding than it is internationally, but just maybe just ease. <laughs> so start just easing in some shared content a little bit. Um that I think that would be that'd be where I'd go first off is just start preparing the waters, just getting people a little bit more ready for some some more matured stuff. And and these these documentaries or docudramas like um the right stuff are the best way to get in there because mm -hmm. You can always just fall back on it and go, uh, yeah, they're swearing in it, but that's how they talk. That, that, yeah. th this is literally how the Beatles talk. There's, they're smoking. That, well, they were kind of famous for that. You know? Well, it was the 60s. Every, you know, so it yeah, was, know. you know, it was that kind of uh, 70s, you know, that kind of thing of like, you know, the trouble is, I think, again, you know, you're looking, you know, everyone's looking for it for this lens of now rather than back then. It was just like having, you know, a, a drink. And I feel like, you know, the U.S. has got to stay, if they can start just shifting in a few little things here and there to help just some binge-worthy shows and maybe a few more PG for her. Because with the movies, you know, you, you can watch like, you know, Shang-Chi or something like that where, you know, they, they can decapitate somebody and, you know, do all kinds of stuff. But, you know, have a little bit too much of a conversation about something realistic and it, it was too too risky. Um, I mean, I know like some people were complaining about like only murderers in the building. Here in the UK, and go well. The swear word in it, and then like people are going, it's sixteen. It's rated sixteen. Well, they had Selena Gomez in. You know, they just assumed it was. It's like, well, that's on you. You've you. You know, it's like I, I you know, the parental controls that they brought in last for set off back in February. I think that really helped set Disney. But Disney Plus in the US hasn't really started to utilize that properly yet. I feel they should do. They should start pushing that boundaries a bit on the twelve and the fourteen stuff to start. I would say getting people prepared for, you know, a little bit more mature content on there because the Beatles is going to push it. It's going to be some, there will be some people go, and if, if any kid wants to sit through seven hours of them sitting around jamming, I, you know, you're going to get that kind of a thing of, yeah, it's, it's not for them. Well, I think the Beatles in particular tend to be, you know, a little bit like cleaned up and, and washed up in modern culture. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, most kids only ever like experience the music and even then it's, it's probably because like their parents really loved it or, or mm -hmm. something like that a lot of the, the just sheer craziness that went on around the beatles and their, their personal lives and heck even the movies they made like uh yeah i don't think they've really made it into modern culture and, and now we just have like an idolized version of yeah it's almost like too much time has gone past and yeah it's definitely going to be interesting when this one drops next week it's coming it just, for me, I think, you know, we, we are going to see, a, a, hopefully, a little bit of a change. But we'd love to know what you guys think of Disney Plus, like, two years in. Where would you like to see it improve? You know, what are you thinking, like, two years on? And um, before we head off, um, James is going to tell us a little bit about the first episode of um, Hit Monkey, what you thought of it. We were going to talk about it, but since I didn't get to see it, yeah, <laughs> it, didn't no. turn out. it went it went incognito. Um, what was it like? So, uh, first of all, I hope that whatever... Is preventing its international release gets fixed 
uh, or they tell us what yeah. it is. So hopefully you guys get it. Um, so watch the first episode. Uh, it is definitely a mature title. So again, uh, it, it's not on Disney Plus here. It's on Hulu. So you don't have to worry about your kids seeing gore, but it is a gory, bloody show. Uh, not entirely sure how I feel about it yet. I think I think it will be pretty good. The action has generally been pretty good. The story is pretty straightforward mafia revenge stuff. You know, think Kill Bill kind of things. Well done. Uh, you do kind of have to deal with the absurdity of a monkey that's dual wielding uh, assault rifles and things yeah. like that. But unlike say Modoc before it, you can tell right from the beginning they know what they want to do with this story, this series. They have a story set up. They they know we're going full adult and we're focusing on this story, which just by itself is an instant improvement over Modoc. Um, my main complaint is that the main character, not the monkey, but the the human who trains the monkey and uh, guides him, is just completely unlikable. And it doesn't look like this is going to be a redemption story for that person. It I think they're just going to be a jerk the entire time. It's like yeah. I was thinking about it. I think it's like if you take Archer, you know, the the Archer uh, animated series, but take, but play him straight rather than yeah. as the uh, you know the lovable buffoon or however you want to think yeah. about him. Uh, yeah, he he's insufferable, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'm looking forward to watching it. I mean, it's kind of weird with this kind of show because I think there's that kind of feeling of going. Mm. You know, then the, the the I think the producers and stuff have been out saying, well, you know, we got multi-season plans. I'm going, yeah, I've heard all this before. You know, it's like this stuff sometimes feels like it's just been chucked out because they were so deep into development. Oh, we're just going to finish it. Um, so I'm interested to see how this works out. Um, I, th I think in the US they dropped all the the whole season at once. Um, don't know yet when it's going to drop here. Um, no word yet. Um, I've reached out but haven't heard anything. But yeah, so we didn't really get a hit monkey, so it'll be a while, I think, before we hear about that. Or we could just randomly turn up one day. Um, so on that note, so that's pretty much going to be um, this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking about Hitman, not Hitman, Hawkeye, and also uh, the Beatles Get Back. Um, so we'll be talking about them too. Um, I'm not expecting a huge amount of news next week, because obviously with Thanksgiving, um, I'm expecting things to quiet down. But sometimes Disney can throw us a few curveballs and kind of it's hard to, I don't think there's any real major tra trailers I think we're at that point where the next big movie after uh, sort of you got Spider-Man and then after that you know we've got Turning Red in March and then Doctor Strange in, in, in May there's quite a big chunk of time you know Disney really moved out of the winter and you know there can be a bit of a, a bit of a lull but yeah on that note guys Thank you very much. See you guys soon. Later. I'd like to thank all of our Patreon and YouTube channel members for their support. You can become a member from as little as $2 a month and you get access to our weekly Q&A and much more.